You're listening to Alicast, a deep dive into innovative and emerging trends in e-commerce, online payments and digital entertainment, brought to you by Alibaba Group. I'm Ali Zilla's editor, Alison, and today's guest is Jue Wong, CEO of Oliplex, a professional hair care line. We'll be digging into the latest trends in China's fast-growing hair care market and how brands can take part in China's largest shopping festival, 1111. Great to have you with us. You're well-known in the beauty world after steering Olaplex through its IPO and serving as CEO of Moroccan Oil. Could you say a few words to introduce yourself to our listeners, please? Absolutely. And first of all, thank you so much for having me. It's always very exciting to be able to showcase our brand you know, to the Chinese audience. Oloplex truly is a brand that is very democratic. We serve a universal benefit, which is healthier looking hair by fixing your damage at the core rather than masking the problem. So hopefully more people will get to know us through this 11-11 festivity. And we are super excited to have our first year anniversary on this platform. To give our audience an idea of the reach of Olaplex and how far it's come since it was founded in 2014, what does Olaplex's global footprint look like now? Olaplex is a brand that is under seven years old. This is our seventh year. We are in 60 plus countries, as our IPO filing has indicated. Our business is about 50-50, 50% in North America and 50% in international. So we have a fairly decent, sort of robust uh, business, so to speak. And we are also an omni-channel brand, meaning that we are in professional hair salons, specialty retail, as well as online, which is direct to consumer. We classify those players as what we call pure plays, which where Tmall Global would be because it's a cross-border platform. So we see ourselves as very synergistic, very mutually reinforcing because we believe today's customers should be able to find us whenever and wherever they want to. I'd like to dive into the big topic right now. How has the coronavirus pandemic impacted the hair care industry and would you say that it's made diversification of channels and markets more important for Olaplex? I think what coronavirus and what COVID-19 has really done is allow people to really self-reflect and I think you've heard the phrase self-care used fairly commonly during this time And I think primarily because people were locked down at home, they were seeing themselves a lot on screen, and they realized that time was safe. You know, instead of spending an hour or so to commute, that hour or so could be used. Unfortunately for a lot of us, we use that time to probably have more meetings. But what I've seen is that beauty in general, and hair care in particular, has benefited somewhat from that self-care ritual and that routine. And I believe because hair is so visible, it's a little bit like color cosmetics, where you put on makeup, you can actually see a difference in your skin. And with hair, when you use the product and you really see the healthiness of the hair coming through, it becomes very encouraging. And then you want to keep doing it so that you can have that same result again and again. One for the beauty mavens out there. The skinification of hair is really taking off globally. By that, I mean introducing skincare rituals into hair care, such as masks and oils. 
I'd love to hear how Olaplex is responding to this trend. Yeah, I think Olaplex was skincare for hair care right from the very beginning when they were launched in 2014. And I say that only because if you think about it, what Olaplex did was it did not just have retail products in the professional channel. It really dove deep into what we call the back bar. And the back bar is only licensed cosmetologists are able to buy those products for use in back bar services. So if you think about it, it is almost equivalent to dermatologists serving their patients. And therefore, that relationship in the back bar together with Oloplex is like a doctor-patient relationship. And for us, it was never about a marketing move. It was always about giving the licensed hairdresser an opportunity to raise their artistry and their craft. Um, staying on skinification at the moment, it's such a fascinating trend. Um, I understand that Olaplex is exploring new categories such as scalp care and skin care. I think you mentioned this in your IPO documents. Any updates for us on this topic? Let's clarify. Scalp care is very logical, especially when you are looking at addressing damage. I think healthy hair really starts from just like skin. It really starts from the core. And to have healthy hair, it really also starts from the scalp. But just to clarify on the skincare adjacency that was in our public filing, we have patents that have applications not only in hair care, but also in skincare. We did a study through a very reputable global agency and just wanted to find out, does Oloplex, even though we have the patents, have the authority and the ability to win, the permission to win and play in the skincare space? And the data was very encouraging. About 82% of people who were familiar with Oloplex basically said, look, I would love to see skincare from Oloplex. And 50-some percent of that 82% basically said they would choose Oloplex, skincare sight unseen, change out whatever they were using. And when we pressed them, how is that? They saw us as a science-enabled and a technology-driven brand and company, and therefore they had that faith and that trust in us. I wanted to move to another really big trend in hair care and beauty care broadly. Globally, we've seen the rise of male beauty products. Do you reckon that this is a trend to watch going forward? Is this something that you've also spotted in China as well? Again, and another excellent question and talking about leading edge and leadership in this space, I think in Asia in general and now in China in particular, male consumers are no longer seen as vanity. Male consumers who are interested in their skin, in their hair, you know, in how the overall you know, wellness of themselves is seen as a healthy approach, not a vanity approach. So we are seeing a lot of male consumers going at it after the health angle and it's giving a lot of western guys that same perception and i think the male population especially the younger set realize that if they can have earlier care that they can take care of themselves sooner it's more like prevention is better than addressing a problem if they can prevent something from happening and really take care of themselves they can actually have healthier looking hair for much longer and healthier looking skin too. 
the world is grappling right now with meeting demands and logistics. How are you guys managing the supply chain problem and overcoming these challenges? And specifically for 1111, you know, how is Olaplex working with Timor Global to deliver products to the Chinese consumers? I think first of all, what is very important to note is that Oloplex has a distinct advantage and again reflected in our filing. First, you know, our relationship with our suppliers, with our vendors, with our raw material um, suppliers, they are all in terms of managing that relationship. It's not just about making sure that the supply chain piece works well. It's multi-dimensional, right? It's not just about the products from end to end. Obviously, that is always important, but having that relationship is just as key so that we know that we can lean on them should we need more or less. But what is important to note is that we have a very tight assortment. And when you have a tight assortment, it's less confusing for the consumers because they know exactly what it's about. You talk about skinification, the regimen built, the routine. And then with a tight assortment, it's also easy to manage with your supply chain because you're not looking at hundreds of SKU. I mean, in the realm of Oloplex, we have eight retail SKUs. That is so much easier to manage and to really communicate than if you have, you know, most traditional beauty companies have hundreds of SKUs. While we're talking, uh, the world's largest shopping festival is in full swing. The offices here are really abuzz with activity. Um, could you tell me how Oloplex is getting involved with 1111. Yes, super excited. You know, given that it's our first anniversary, we really want to make sure that people continue to be very attracted to the brand for all the right reasons. So we are doing a celebrity collaboration uh, with Zhao Keyu, as well as doing live streaming with Austin Lee. We have worked with Austin Lee before and he has done tremendously well. So we believe that our continued collaboration on those fronts to help really drive awareness for Oloplex in China with the 1111 platform through Tmall Global will be especially relevant. And this festival just keeps on growing. Um, do you think it's a bit of a, um, it's a really important landmark for retailers in the industry? I think, you know, anything that can help us message and be able to share with the Chinese consumers what exactly are we serving up is always going to be relevant. And I think especially with uh, this festival, you know, with 11.11, primarily because it was a holiday or a shopping feast created by the Chinese consumers or by, you know, Alibaba through the Tmall Global platform. And it's now become a staple. Every year, everyone looks forward to it. We plan as soon as it is over. We are already planning for the following year. And that's how important the festival is, you know, to so many of us. And for Oloplex, it is no different. You mentioned your partnership with Tmall a couple of times now, and it also was in your IPO document, so it, it seems material. Could you tell me a little bit more about the partnership, what's involved, you know, what are the most powerful tools that you're leveraging? Yes, we don't work directly with Tmall, 
but we work through a, our distributor who is a cross-border distributor called Super Ordinary, and they represent a lot of what we call brands that are familiar with the China market and also familiar with the Tmall Global platform. So for us, what is important is that seamless experience that the Chinese consumer has grown to expect. You know, they are very proliferate. They are obviously doing a lot of research, whether it's online, offline, uh, and we want to be sure that when they experience us on Tmall, that experience extends, you know, just not through the screen, but also when they receive their products, how the products is being used by them through understanding the product, obviously online by researching on us. All this really adds up. And I think Tmall allows us to give that consumer that experience that ordinarily it will be very tough for a U.S. brand that doesn't have a full brick and mortar presence uh, in the Chinese market. So this 11-11, Alibaba has placed a greater focus on sustainable consumption. Could you tell me how is Olaplex practicing sustainability and being more environmentally responsible? Being environmentally responsible has been the DNA of Olaplex since we started in 2014. And that was before ESG was even a huge platform. And the reason why I said that is, Oloplex has deliberately not used secondary boxes in their lineup whenever possible. And because of that, we are able to document with an international paper board that we save something like 23 million pounds of greenhouse gas from being emitted to the environment, more than 30 million gallons of water from being wasted, and 29,000 trees from being deforested. So going into 11.11 and coming into China, it was very clear to us that we were going to continue with that platform, that carbon negative packaging platform that we have. But also when we are joining in the festivity, we are encouraging our consumers to really look at it in virtual bundles rather than in kitted format. Because anytime you put anything in a kit, there's an additional packaging and box and additional inserts that can really impact the environment. And because 11.11 is such a huge, you know, sort of shopping day, you can imagine how much, you know, can be emitted into the environment if you're not careful. So we are very proud of the fact that our consumers through our distributors are very receptive to our suggestions of virtual bundling. So how is 11.11 uh, going for you guys? It's our first year anniversary and through our distributor, Super Ordinary, they have already started as of October the 15th because smaller brands tend to have a little bit of a, uh, a lead. They know they have to, especially for us. Well, the larger brands are going to have a lot more of that main stage event on the actual day itself. And I've been given early reportings that we are already in multiples over the same time last year. And last year, we were already in a very good place. So I do believe that China is the long game for us. It's not a one-hit wonder. And we are super excited to really bring customers along and have them you know, be word of mouth as we have been. We are the Instagram's number one most followed social media brand. And we hope to continue that legacy in China. Lastly, on channels, I see Olaplex stocked on the shelves of Sephora here in Hong Kong. I go there a lot. What has teaming up with Sephora meant for Olaplex? And also, how are you looking at other ways to reach consumers more directly? 
I think for us, you know, what is important to note is that we are truly an omni-channel brand. So we don't see ourselves as a multi-channel. I make that distinction very deliberately. Multi-channel is where you are coexisting. You are kind of saying, look, I have to be in these channels because it's, it's what my business requires. In the case of Oloplex, it is synergistic and mutually reinforcing. When we are in the professional channel, it does not denigrate our retail and vice versa, nor does it impact our direct-to-consumer. And I'll give you a very poignant statistics. 35% of our customers are actually referred to by the hair professionals to Oloplex. And 50% of our direct-to-consumers actually buy at salons as well as specialty retail. So you can see that every time when Oloplex is in a channel, it does not take away from the others. In fact, it's mutually reinforcing. And the reason why that is, is because we are a community-based brand. We are socially very relevant. And when you do that, I think you exude authenticity and your consumers want you, you know, to be part of their ecosystem. Thank you so much for joining us on Alicast and thank you very much for your insight into the world of hair care. It's been a pleasure talking with you. Thank you so much for having me and I hope everyone who is listening out there have a wonderful 11-11 season. Mm-hmm.